Good day, good day, and welcome to Your Voice, Your Power. I am Anika Wilson, and today with me, I have one of my favoriteest people in the whole wide world. I have the amazing, the incomparable Glory Award. Hey, Glory. Hey, everybody. I'm glad to be here, Anika. Thank you so much for having me. It is long overdue because you were one of my amazing speakers at Influaction in Atlanta this year. And ever since then, I've been wanting to get back in touch and just tell you how powerful you are. You know, there's certain people in the world that have energy that is just infectious. It's just no matter who you are, what you're doing, it just strikes you and you have no choice but to be impacted. And you're one of those people. And I appreciate that. And thank you for having the summit too, because you know, we, I actually had an amazing time. What I enjoyed was the connections, all of the women and everything that came out, the stories and just learning, especially about health. That was like the biggest thing for me, learning about being a woman and knowing my body and how to take care of it was like a big awareness and an eye opener for me. So thank you so much for inviting me and having me. It's one of those things that people ask me, what, what is it about? And I, I can't give them an answer because I kind of trick people. You know, we do right. everything. We do health, we do wellness, we do finance. We do all of it because when you think about leadership, when you think about women, when you think about what we need, we have to continuously do the work in every area of our lives in order to be whole, you know? And, and you're one of those people who really, really focuses on healing. And healing mm -hmm. is a lot bigger than what we think it is. And so mm -hmm. I love to get women from all aspects of life, from all professions, because we need that. Absolutely. And you know what? It, it, I, I told my ladies this the other day. What is it that you really, really, really want? Why are you here? Right? And some of them said, oh, I'm trying to heal from my past. Oh, I'm trying to figure out my purpose. Oh, I'm trying to figure out this. And I said to them, I said, do you know what you really, really, really want? I said, you want a purposeful life. That's what you want. Mm -hmm. You want a purposeful life. That encompasses being healthy, healing, having great experiences, being able to be courageous, not be fearful and get out there. You want a purposeful life. And to have that purposeful life, you have to be able to be around a group of people where you can translate that feeling because you are around so many different kinds of people that influences you from the people you grew up with to the people that you're hanging out with now, to the people that you're gonna, you know, encounter in the future, you know? So it is your environment that's predicting these things, right? It is your upbringing and your thoughts that are doing this. And that's why we created the I'm Loving Me Project because I said, you want a purposeful life. You don't want to sit and take courses all day on how to be uh, more powerful, more fearful. You don't wanna do that. If you wanted to go back to school, you would do that, right? <laughs> it's like, yep. you want to be able, you want to be able to have a place where you can come, where you know that you are surrounded by positivity, you're experiencing new things, you are challenging yourself in areas in which you were afraid to challenge. Like I tell people, for me, I will be your homegirl all day long. We will go to the beach. We will hang out. But I ain't getting in the water, right? Because that's my thing. <laughs> right? I can't. That's my thing. 
no, I have this, I have this thing in my head where if I go out into the water, Anika, and I see them little fishes that be all on you. I'm with you. Oh, that gets on my nerves. And then when I try to go in further and then the water be pushing you in the way, no, uh-uh, nope, I can't do it. I'm too small. I'm like, I'm too small. I can't do it. Leave the fish alone. They can stay there in their world. I will be in mine. I'm the home girl that has the radio, the drinks, the book laid out. <laughs> Waiting for you, yelling like, hey, oh, you look good in that water. I'll I got a, a towel for you. Right. But no. And, you know, but it's about those things, having those experiences, pushing past your limits. I get in the pool all day long. Why? Mm -hmm. Because I know the risk. It's controlled. I can see how many feet I'm going at. Exactly. Yep. It's controlled. Right? I'm, I'm right. not mad at you. <laughs> I listen to the waves crash. That is my solace right there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. I'm like, I love it, but no, but that's what we really, really, really want. Yeah. And that's what you're doing. That's what I'm doing. You're allowing women to actually have a purposeful life. And that's hard to create. And that's hard to do because you're battling with so many years and years and years of trauma, so many years and years of wiring and thinking and culture and all that stuff. You know, so there's a lot of stuff that goes into it, but we, you know, as you know, we do the best that we can with what we got, you know. And, and you know, speaking of that, I didn't even let you, um, you know, I didn't introduce you. Can you tell listeners, you know, I know who you are because you are the founder of the mm -hmm. I Am Loving Me Project, which when I heard it, it, you know, when, as entrepreneurs, we always have to come up with these names that, that speak what we are, what our purpose is. And it's so hard. But when you say that, when I see the, your shirt, when I see you around, I know what it means, but can you tell yeah. listeners who you are and what it is yeah. that you do, you know, tell them about your project and let them, let them hear a little more about you. My name is Gloria Ward. I'm the creator and the founder of the I'm Loving Me Project, where we are inspiring 1 million women to love themselves. We are also here to encourage women to live on purpose, to live out the experiences, to get over their negative thinking, and just be who they are. You know, we are creating a culture and a community of positive women that does not only focus on just getting right on the outside, but also getting right on the inside and as well as the bank account, okay? Because all of that stuff goes with being and living a purposeful life. So when I started this project, it was out of me going through what I went through, like we discussed earlier with my marriage. I was in a marriage for... We were married for nine years. We were separated for three years. But uh, six of those years, I partied every day. Didn't skip a day. I was drinking a half a bottle of vodka. I was hanging out in strip clubs. I was doing everything you can think of. Everything that you think that could have been done, I did it and more, okay? Within that six-year period, good and bad. And that is because I was hurt right? I was hurt that I had a cheating husband. I was hurt that my life was not where it was supposed to be. I was more hurt that, <clears throat> excuse me, I didn't have the life that I thought I should have. 
more than the cheating part, right? Because my mom died when I was seven from AIDS. So I really don't know what a mother's love is like, right? I grew up with a grandmother who had a lot of wisdom, but there were six of us, so she only did what she can do, and she taught me how to survive, right? And so here I am on this journey of becoming this woman. She passes. I'm by myself. I'm out here trying to make it right. I find someone who loves me. I love them. We get married. And now I'm this wife. And now I'm trying to be the wife. But you know the wife I'm being? I'm being the wife that I have in my head because I was never taught that because I never had that, right? So I'm bringing all of that into a marriage. So you're supposed to cook. You're supposed to clean. You're supposed to you know, do all these wonderful things to keep your husband happy. And I did all that stuff. But one day I decided to be an entrepreneur. And where, where did that come from, right? It's like, why, why are you trying to be so ambitious, <laughs> right? <laughs> well, you know, I always had that itch though. You know, I, I, I was a software engineer in school. I used to sell computers to the kids in college. I used to do all those wonderful things. And so my husband was like, why don't you just get a job? This is not working out for you. Why don't I need help in here? I cannot take care of everything by myself. And I, and I understood him and I would get little jobs here and there, right? But it was something in me that said, this ain't, this ain't for me. You know, this is not for me. So every time I would walk away, the marriage got strained. All of a sudden, I found out that he's cheating. Girl, all in the shower, just singing songs real loud. Like, oh, you know, Usher songs and all this stuff or whatever. At the same time, the girl is ringing the phone. And I pick up the phone and I'm like, hello. And she hang up. And then I just happen to look at the text messages and I see the text messages of I love you, this and that or whatever. So I go in the shower and he's screaming to his lungs, you know, because he's going out to hang out with his friends. I'm thinking, but she was waiting on him to get to the house and he was late. And I sit up there and I said, are you cheating? He jumped out the shower. No, I'm like, your whole body just jumped out the shower. You got soap on, you got all this. I know you lying. <laughs> I know you lying. I go back and I said, I'm gonna walk out this door and I'm gonna come back and I need the truth. He goes and he says, yes. And so for me in my head, you know what I thought it was? Everything that we women do, I thought it was my fault because I didn't want to get a job, because I didn't want to do this. So you had to run out and go get somebody who you thought fit your criteria, right? That, those were my thoughts, right? And so as we were going through that journey, I just said to myself, I said, you know what? I got to make a decision for myself. I got to do something for me. So I continued to be an entrepreneur. That experience allowed me to work harder and then I made a million dollars. And then that's when life changed, right? Because the, as I had, it had to take the, that experience to find out what I was really capable of because I was battling with the idea 
of what I was supposed to be versus what I really could do. You get that it? was preparation. I'll tell everybody the preparation stage is real and people always want to interrupt the darkness. And it's like, you got to just go through it so that you can have the tools that you need to do what you were called to do. So yes. And I, I'm, I'm sitting here, I got to mute. Cause you know, I'll be making all kinds of noises. Cause you know, yeah. you're preaching to the choir It's it's real and you have to go through it. You got to go through it, mm-hmm. you know, so that you can tell, Absolutely. but you, you hit it on the head because you said that you had to heal you know, you were going from stage to stage. There was no grief period. There was no processing, you know, opportunities. There was nothing there. But I want you to also highlight your um, your expertise because you tapped a little bit on your engineering and your computer skills. But I want you to tell listeners yeah. about your background. Break that down for them, please. Yeah. Now, I, 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 I went and I got a degree in computer science. I was a software engineer for a couple of years. I used to uh, work for corporate America, work for Best Buy. I did uh, all of the corporate route. I went and had this big job with AT&T, a big old opportunity with them. This is when Wi-Fi first came out. And uh, the guy was like, hey, we really want you to come and work with us and everything. And I was like, yeah, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna come. But Anika, I just could not do it. I knew that I had the skills in me to do what I wanted to do. And I let that phone ring every day for seven days because AT&T was calling me to come. And then I finally pick up the phone and I said, no, I'm not gonna come. I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna do something else. And if my marriage could be over then, it would have been (laughs) because I said no, right? Because I said no. And it's like, what the hell are you doing? I was like, I believe in me. I really do. And so I started an IT company. I, I work for my IT business. And it was a struggle and a challenge to get clients and to learn all of these different things because I was smart at what I, at my craft. I knew how to work and do computers. I know how to manage money and people and, 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 and get clients and do sales. I didn't know how to do any of that part, right? The only thing I knew was to get in there, do the work and make sure it came out right, right? And I had to learn that. And that was the struggle. That was the struggle. But it wasn't until I went through that struggle because you know, and I would tell you, ladies, I was struggling to uh, be an entrepreneur. I was struggling to be a good wife. I was struggling to to know me and who I was. And in all of those struggles, I was able to put little pieces together where little by little it started to work out. And I promise you, I've been in business for 17 years, ladies. And I have never, ever had to go back to a job or anything like that. I tell you, I did. Excuse me, I did. I went back to a job two years ago. Was it two years ago? You know why? Because I got a DUI. Because I remember I was partying six years straight, right? And it was Super Bowl time where the Falcons went to the Super Bowl in Houston. And... uh I already had my first DUI, but I thought that wasn't my fault, right? So I go to the strip club, I'm hanging out with my friends, 
we drinking, we doing all this stuff or whatever. But I was still sad inside because me and my husband was still battling. Mm-hmm. So I'm on my way home and, and I'm driving home and it's only me and another car on the highway. And it was like the little ambulance people that be on the side of the road just in case something happened. Now I passed them and I kept going and I fell asleep at the wheel. Yes. Now check this out. Remember, it's only me and another car on the road, right? That car was in one lane. I was in another lane. Somehow I hit that car. And the people were okay and everything was fine. My car was totaled and messed up. But when I got out that car, I started crying like crazy because I could have died. You know why? For some reason, God made me hit that car. That car was exiting. I was sleep going straight. You get it? Intervention. And that was my point. Oh my God, that was my point. That was my point where I said, you know what? You need to get your shit together. I don't know if you can curse on here. I'm sorry. No, nah, I'll bleep it you out. You need to get it together. Right. <laughs> you know, you need to get it together because you have to know how important you are. And that night changed everything. And that's how I started the I'm Loving Me project because I had to take a look in the mirror and really see who I was. And when I did that, I did not like it. I was a girl who never had a mother, who was angry, who was upset that the life that she had in her head was not working out, who was running from being like her family because she didn't want to be like her. But I knew I was ambitious. I knew what I wanted. And I knew I didn't want to be like that. Does that make sense? When I looked at my family and everything, I was like, not that. I'm running from that. Yep. We all do it. We all do it. Mm -hmm. We all do it. And that's why I started it. And I started to find other women who was like that. So what do we really want? We want a purposeful life. We want to be happy. We want to be able to experience new things. If something does happen, I want to be able to manage it. I don't want to go off the deep end and have all this thing. I want to know it's okay to cry, to grieve and do all that, but also have the tools to get back up because I've got stuff to do, you know? That's the truth. And you know what? One of the things I love about this show is because people, people know that we're entrepreneurs, but they don't know why. And when you start something out of, the pain of your life. You know, I tell everybody your pain is power if you use it, mm-hmm. you know, and, That's right. and everybody that I know that started a business started it to solve a problem. So right. what problem does I'm loving me solve for women? Tell women who want to know more about it. Who is it for? And what does it do for you? If you are a woman who feel like they are stuck in their life, you're not sure you know, what you want to do or where you want to go. You feel like something is missing. You know that you have more to do with your life than what you see around you. When you look at your friends and you look at your, the, the people that you hang out with, or even your job, you say to yourself, I know this is more to life than what's going on right now. I, the paycheck is good, but it ain't doing nothing for me. 
You're the women, you're the women that we're going after because you know what you're really saying? My life is not purposeful. I know that there's more than in in me than what's going on. You know what that is? That is God throwing you a rock. He tapping on you. And he's saying, hey, you got to get it together. Hey, there's something going on. Hey, I put you here for a purpose. Hey, you got to go ahead and get yourself together. Because what, you, what you're doing right now is just you're, you're just walking. You know, they, they call it like the walking dead, right? You're just walking through life. You're, you have no purpose. You have nothing. But you feel it, though, because it comes up every now and again right? It comes up every now and again, but you know what? You got so many distractions going on, you can't see it. So we going for that woman who knows that she wants to live on purpose and, and knows that she can live a more purposeful life, but she just don't know how. She just don't know where to start. And you start within a community of positive women like Anika, like myself, and you come and you get the information because the first part of you living a purposeful life is that you gotta heal. You gotta confront your awareness and you gotta heal. Because when you hit bottom, that's where God is. Yep. And that's where he tells you, this is it. It's either this or I'm taking you out. That's true. Right? That's true. And it comes in so many different ways, whether it's illness, whether it's you know right. trauma, whether it's like a, a accident, whether it's something drastic, because people are always talking about how these weird things are happening out of nowhere. Well, it's because mm -hmm. you get time. <laughs> I swear I always equated the final destination and people don't believe in that. But it's true because life gives you lessons and you can't cheat it. You know, you That's were given right. opportunities to fix things. You were given opportunities to heal. You were given opportunities to have grace. God gives us grace. And when you dismiss his grace, you get mm -hmm. those wake up calls because he's like, I tried to let I you did. do it your way, but you didn't listen. So let me do it. And so yeah. it's so interesting how, you know, as women, we need grace because we are called to so many roles. We have so much responsibility. We're expected to just perform, perform as a wife, perform as a spouse, perform as a mother. We're not allowed to heal. We don't, we're not given time to, you know, heal. I just saw this morning that one of my friends lost a baby yesterday and she's, you know, she was taking it better than I was. Cause I'm like, you know, she, she saw the scriptures, she was reading the scriptures and what it meant. But what I'm saying is, is that we, we go through these things, you know, we go through hysterectomies, we go through these changes and our husbands expect us to just wake up and just be put back together in the morning, you know, like, oh, you're not over it yet, you know? And it's like, right. where do I get grace? And what I really want women to understand is we get grace from each other. Come on now. And when I like meeting you was like grace for me because in the midst of trying to be that woman, people don't know how lonely it is. Because Ooh. when you are trying to heal women because they need it and you know they need it, but they don't understand that you need it too, we're in this together. And so Absolutely. I love I'm loving me. And you're doing something for Mother's Day. I want you to go ahead and break that down. Tell them what's going on for Mother's Day because this is epic. Yes, we're having a Mother's, uh, a Mother's Day event. It's called Mom Means Business. It's a mother-daughter wellness event. And what we're doing is we're celebrating mothers. We are celebrating the fact that you are a mother, or if you had your mother in your life for a specific time, if you lost your mother and, you're, and you want to be able to celebrate, this is a place where you can come. 
you know, and, and I tell people I lost my mom at seven. So at mo a Mother's Day comes around or anything that's dealing with mothers, I turn off social media. I don't do anything. I watch TV and I watch movies. I don't watch commercials or anything like that. Why? Because it takes me to a place where I don't want to go, right? It, it takes me to a place that I don't want to confront. But then I said to myself and I said to my team, I said, well, when am I going to get over this, right? She died when I was seven years old. She'd been out of my life for 30-something years, and I'm still carrying that baggage. You got to be able to heal. If I'm sitting up here saying, you got to heal, then I got to heal. So I have to be able to celebrate you that you had a great mother, or you have a great mother, or to help you heal that relationship with your mother or to help you start that conversation. And so what we're doing is, is that we're bringing the best people that I know that will help us with meditation and grief and how to start that conversation with your mom, mothers and daughters who have businesses together, how do they thrive, how do they communicate? We're having all of these women come together to show us how to do it right. Whether you lost your mom, have that difficult relationship, or if you and your mom's relationship thrives, how to make it even better. And I'm excited about it because this is my first time ever, 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 ever celebrating a Mother's Day. So I'm excited about it because I just would not do it. And you know, what's interesting so is that this is something good for me you're impacting me because it's something I take for granted. You know, as a mom, as a daughter, I don't think about it. It's just another day. And I think that the pandemic is kind of contributing to that. It's making it even worse because we take a lot of things for granted until we talk to people like you who lost a mother, right. you know, and, mm -hmm. and loss is relative. You know, I want people to understand, you know, you're having a grief counselor, which is extremely important because I really need women to understand that grief, formulates in so many different ways in different aspects of our lives we grieve relationships we grieve our bodies we grieve you know um roles and responsibilities you know wanting to be an entrepreneur and and losing a job you know i'm sitting here applying for jobs now because i'm i'm at the stage where i'm like i want to be able to fund my business i want to be able to fund you know caring for my mom you know i want to be able to do things and people don't understand the the responsibilities the um the investments you know that go in so many different mm -hmm. ways they think you know when we were growing up even nowadays people think an entrepreneur is, is rolling you know oh right. you're a business right. owner you're rolling they right. don't have any idea how much software costs any of it you know mm -hmm. and um i want to be able to hire and 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 um employ people you know you got to have the grants you got to have the good writers you got to you got to be able to outsource and do the things that you need to do instead of trying to do it all on your own but mm -hmm. my my point is, is that you were my wake up call for Mother's Day this year, because it's something that would have literally just came and gone. And I saw your call for women to write letters to their mother, which I think is so powerful. And women, you need to do this, whether you have a journal, whether you have an accountability partner or not, but it's important to do period, because I know when I had my hysterectomy, one of my friends, she wrote a letter to her hysterectomy, thanking it for her service, Dillis yeah. Victoria, you know, and it was so interesting, but it is extremely powerful for healing. And it is. 
we have to do these things. You know, we have to make time to do these things for our own self-care. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I, I told, you know, uh, my then husband, I apologized to him because we don't have any kids. You know why? Because I was afraid, you know, and I couldn't say that back then. I was afraid. You know why I was afraid? Because I didn't want to leave them. Mm. I felt like I felt like it was going to be a lot of responsibility that I couldn't handle. And what I was and what if I wasn't a good mom? I don't know what a mom is like. I don't even know what my mom's voice sounds like. Mm. You know, as as much as I try to think about it, because she was there for the couple of the seven years that I was on that earth. You know, three of those years I was in California with my aunt and uncle. So I really wasn't around her that much. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, what am I supposed to do when it's like, oh, yeah, you're married. Let's go ahead and have kids and all that stuff or whatever. And I'm like, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. I'm fearful, but you okay because you got your mom and dad every day and they'll be happy and grandparents and all this stuff. And I'm like, no, what happens if? If I'm not here and my kids got to be with someone else, the trauma of that, it is. does that make sense? Yes, it does. Because I'm the same way about a husband. Mm-hmm. I didn't grow up around a man. Right. And in my marriage, I, I, you know, I struggle because I don't know what the roles are. Yep. I don't know what it means because I don't know what one looks like. Yep. I was raised to change my own oil, to know how to change a tire. I was raised to not need a man. I was raised to be self-sufficient. So in my marriage, to have a man who wants to be a man's man, it's hard. And this is something that we have to talk about. I'm listening to you talk about not knowing her voice, not knowing how to be a mom, being afraid of being a mom. So many of us do these things because we are literally, the cycles are repeating. Absolutely. We have to be the ones to stop the cycles. And for me, I had to acknowledge that I am the problem in the cycle because, you know, you can't just keep replacing husbands. You got to deal and figure out what's <laughs> wrong with crazy? you. Like I said that too. I was like, wait, I can't tell. I can't tell these women they need to heal and come with their mom. And I'm sitting up here like I'm turning everything off and I... <laughs> they call me the runaway bride because i'm out like if something don't look right i'm gone i got nikes on and i'm out the door and everybody's like where's Mika? uh it don't look right i saw some flags flying and it's but i have to be able to retreat because it's safe for me but i have to be able to be somewhere where i can process because life doesn't stop and it doesn't give us the opportunities to pay attention to the lesson And I hope that women understand from what we do. And like you said, when I came out on the front lines of this entrepreneurship journey, I didn't realize that the light was going to shine on me like, girl, here, you better, you better recognize it's real because we can't hide any longer. That, That mask comes off and everybody's looking at us and we can preach it real good. Why? Because we know what we're talking about. doesn't mean that we're the best at it yet, but we know the steps that need to be taken as we're doing it. And, and like I tell my women, I said, that's why we have experts and we partner with the best Hello, relationships. I can't tell you nothing about it, (laughs) but I can tell you what not to do. I I can tell, I can bring you somebody who can, who can help you out, you know, Mm -hmm. but right now 
I will be listening to, okay, to see exactly how it works. And that's the whole purpose of the project. And I think that's the whole purpose of what we do. It's like, it's okay to be sexy. If you come to a place and you want to have fun and you want to know what your sexual nature is and you want to be able to be sexy as a woman, you should not be ashamed of that. If you want to come and you want to know how to be an entrepreneur, how to save your money, how to invest your money, partner with great women who are doing something in your community, because that's how it's made and that's how it works, then you have that community where you can do that. We throw up the pictures on the wall and say, hey, these are the ideas that we got from seven women in our group. What do you guys think? Who, who has the same idea or something? Can you can contribute? Can you contribute? Can you guys, you know, uh, make an agreement together to make it happen? If you all broke, can you just work together to just get some clients? Who's good at sales? Who's good at this? Because right. that's how they do it. Yep. That's how business gets done. Yes. You have you to know, collaborate. All the time. No competition. Not at all. I can't stand it. Yeah, I can't stand it. Like you walked in the room at the conference and I was like, this is a beautiful woman. And I was like, she don't know me. She might think I'm weird. Cause I just (laughs) walked up cause you had on a red dress and your face was glowing. Your smile was genuine. And women don't know how to compliment another woman. And I'm that person that wants to tell a woman when you walk in and you command presents, I'm going to give you presents because you deserve it. Mm -hmm. There's something about you that God is telling me I need to be aware and listen. And, and we need that. And what I tried to create was something that I know that I need, which means that other women need. And we got to bring those women together and put them in front of other women. The hard part is reaching the women that need it. Yeah. Yeah. And you know why? It's because they, some of them don't know they need it. And the ones who do know is the fear that stops them. Yep. They're not ready. Yeah. And like I told them, I said, whenever you're ready, it will be here because God done showed me this is what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. But don't let your life be doom and gloom where you just sitting and, you know, being a back row player, saying, oh yeah, that's good, that's good, Mm -hmm. because eventually you will see, you will see that either you act or your life is going to turn a whole different way. Either way, God is going to get what he's going to get from you. Mm -hmm. Either way. The easy way or the hard way. Here you go. Either way, he's going to get what you were created for out of you. Yep. You have the power of choice to choose to do it now or later or whatever. But it's like you said, you always make your decisions. That The last thing is up to you. Yep. The decision is up to you. It really is. Um, so I want you to go ahead and let women know what you need them to know for um, Mother's Day and beyond. Um, Go ahead and tell them about this. Okay, visit us on uh, Facebook and Instagram at the I'm Loving Me Project. You'll be able to get all the information on the Mother's Day event there. Um, They are promoting it. My team is promoting it like crazy. It is going to be the 9th and 10th of uh, May coming up this weekend. It is $25 to, um, to join the event, to attend the event because we're donating to Students Without Mothers, which I sit on the board for. 
Um, that's an organization that's close to my heart. Students Without Mothers give scholarships to kids who are graduating high school who lost their mother to death or incarceration. And we play like their mother by giving them a scholarship, a thousand dollar scholarship each and every year oh, wow. so that they can get those essentials that their mom would give them, like the blankets and the refrigerators and the luggage and all of those wonderful things. You know, it's near and dear to me because I was a student without a mother, mm -hmm. right? My, mm -hmm. my roommate's mom bought my stuff because when my, when my roommate came to school because I got there early because I had to mm -hmm. when my roommate came to school and the mom saw that I was sleeping on hospital sheets and a pillow she when I came back into the room my bed was made and the room looked the same right we had matching comforters and stuff Aww. look and being a mom right being yeah. a mom she said Oh, you know, I just did this because I just wanted the room to match. I hope, you know, I didn't, I didn't step on any toes or anything like that, but I just wanted to make sure. And I just said, oh, no, it looks great. Thank you so much. And I thanked her and everything, but I had a fitted sheet this time because all I had was hospital sheets. So it was just the little sheets the hospital gives you. And I had fitted sheets. I had a pillow with a pillowcase on it. I had a comforter, all that stuff. And now that I think about it, because I didn't think about it then because I didn't know better. Uh -huh. Now that I think about it, I'm like, wow. She took a look around and she said, damn, okay, we need to do something. You and know? it didn't, I mean, it was, it was a small gesture that meant the world. You it know? did. It it's... did. <sighs> and I kept that. And I said, you know what? When I heard about Students Without Mothers, I said, I got to get involved because I know what it's like. Mm -hmm. I know what it's like, you know? So, uh, yeah. So I think we need we to do more of that. Yeah, absolutely. We you know, we, and so we raise our money for them because the kids won't have a graduation. Um, we won't be able to have our luncheon that we usually have in June. Um, we have to do it virtually. But you will see where your money is going. If you come to the virtual conference, you will hear from the kids. You will see their faces. You would hear their stories about them and their mom and how much the scholarship means to them. I mean, it's like a blessing and a curse. It's a blessing, like I told them, because now the world gets to see our kids. And, you know, just a smile on their face to know that they are going to college. Mm -hmm. You know? Yep. So, Yep, that's what it's going to be. All right, ladies, you guys need to tune in because this is going to be an amazing event. Not only that, but also check out I'm Loving Me Project by the amazing Gloria Ward. I want to thank you for being here. And believe me, I'm going to have to bring you back because you were one of those people that just just doing big things. So I appreciate it. And I thank you for your platform and allowing me to come on and just speak to you. I had an amazing time. I always have a good time. I'm, this is the most time we've got to spend together. So I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for that. But it's, it's great when you can enjoy what you do. Absolutely. So, um, and this is the first podcast recording I've done in like three months. So you just oh, gave me wow. life today. Look at gave me. me life today. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You brought me back. <laughs>
Thank you. I didn't realize how much I missed it because one of the things I love is connecting with women on here. And this is how my platform started was that I met women who I interviewed and I have like 200 interviews. So now I know women and it's just, that gives me life because no matter where I am, no matter what the state of the country is, I have those connections and we can, we can just bond through work, through doing what we do. And it's just, it's my work. Yeah. And I just wanted to tell you just to keep doing what you're doing. I know that, you know, the journey is not easy, but you know, the world needs you. That's, that's the thing about the journey. That's why we learn about the story of Moses, the story of David and all those, just to let us know that the journey is not going to be easy. The story of Jesus, you're going to have people who betray you. You're going to have people who walk with you. You're going to have people who you come in contact with that is going to need you, who's going to praise you, who's going to do all those things. But at the end of the day, as long as you are doing what you're supposed to do and you do it to the utmost, God will always be there. That's what the story means. I needed that. If Thank you, you do what you, if you do what you are supposed to do and you live on purpose, the journey is not going to be easy, but you will always have people who will meet you along the side of the road, who will take care of you, who will, who will give you positive feedback, who will encourage you. But those along the way who you run into, as long as you stay focused, God always got you. You know, so the world needs you. They do. Thanks. I I needed that because, you know, there are days when it's just like you don't know how it's going to happen, but he always tells you he makes a way. There's always a garden in Gethsemane and there's always a ram in the bush. That's right. That's not going to go nowhere. So what we got to do is always push through. Yes, ma'am. She told me. (laughs) All right, y'all. Y'all heard it. So I guess your voice, your power is not going nowhere. Nobody greater is still here to stay. Because there is nobody greater. That's where it came from. I know that's right. (laughs) All right, Miss Gloria. I want to thank you again for being here. And listeners, thank you guys for tuning in to another edition of Your Voice, Your Power with Anika. I'm Anika Wilson. Remember, stay powerful. Thank you.